0: Well, hey there fellow nerds and nerdwells, I'm AJ and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks, sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. Well, this week we have something a little bit special for you. We are down to a skeleton crew, but that doesn't mean we can't indulge in a little bit of fun. I'm joined by two colleagues of such lethal cunning. First up, coming to you from the steel city of Sheffield,
1: we have the ever-present and ever-grumpy Mr. Chris Neal. How do? Just, I'm just cycling through the facts. That's the best introduction you've ever given me. To say that I'm present and always curmudgeonly, that's that's the best. Well done. I never cry, but that was that was really, really good, AJ. That was really good.
0: <laughs> Squad goals. Oh, dear me! Right, real goblins don't cry. Next up, coming to you from a mystical land far, far away, is the Finnish fox himself, Mister Matt Durant. How's it going?
2: Hello there. Are you sitting comfortably, fellow nerds and Edwells?
0: <laughs> um, <gasps> is he? So, without further ado, let's dig into this week's very special one-shot entitled "A Bun in the Oven." Right. Welcome to Bun in the Oven, a small family bakery and cafe nestled in a small gap amongst the bustling commercial district of Ensrich, a rapidly growing port city on the edge of the Haversnick Empire. Run by a married couple, Gwinder and Lionel, Bun in the Oven is a beloved bakery renowned not just for the quality of its baked goods, but also for the warm welcome it gives its customers whilst offering them their daily shot of morning coffee or sweet pastry to kick off the working day. Idyllic as this sounds, not all is as easy under the surface as it appears to the customers. Rent is about to be raised by 20% by Ensridge City Council, who own the district in order to cover the costs of Emperor Horsbrex's upcoming visit. Crammed into small living quarters upstairs, the couple also share the space with Gwinda's mother, Agnes, who is mostly bedridden and needs constant care. And to top it all off gwinda is expecting their first child due in a month it's been a hard pregnancy and she is daily exhausted having to continue working to support the business so stoke up the fire knead the dough and grab yourself a mug of coffee a new day is dawning right you reprobates mr durant why don't you describe to the people gwinda
2: hey i'm gwinda i'm gwinda for weeks I'm ever so pleased to meet you. Bit about me? Well, I'll, I'll I'll try anything once, or I'll try everything twice, if you if you know what I mean. You might not like it the first time. You gotta let it give it a second time to to see if you like it. Uh, I'm a, on that note, I'm a, I'm I'm a chef. I'm a cook. I love baking. I'll bake anything, me. Uh, I'll, I'll bake cakes, pastries, sausage rolls. You name it. Um, I'm also a bit of a monk. I like to practice my Kung Fu chi, if you know what I mean. And, uh, yeah, I'm married to <laughs> this, uh, lovely lump of green, uh, my husband, Lionel. Oh, I, oh, I- perfect. Oh, God, I got goosebumps.
0: You had me at sausage roll. Go on, Lionel. Take it away. Oh, I, I'm Lionel.
1: My wife runs the kitchen in the bun in the oven and I'm the resident barista. I told all these young hipster whippersnappers' ears off about the latest batch brew, the latest espressos that we've got going on. I dial in all the espressos. I've been trying to get my missus to stop working while she's while she's got a bun in the oven. Hey, hey, wink, wink, hey, because hey. She just won't do it. She won't go upstairs and hang out with her mother. I, you know, I don't know what that says about her. Uh, but I, 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 want, I want to get her off her feet. But, you know, business is business. She refuses to stop working.
0: Holy fuck, listeners. He's gone full Daniel Day-Lewis.
2: Your voice is like melted butter to my ears.
1: Oh, you keep talking to me like that, sugar. We'll put another one in the oven. Oh, stop. AJ, you're not allowed to look disgusted. You did this. As you two, looking longingly
0: into each other's eyes... We'd best get your, your old mum out of that bed, if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs> Not sure, but I think that's probably a good idea.
0: The two of you, having sweet nothings, you look over at the top of the countertop and you see a man in a pinstripe suit uh, holding a briefcase. I just want my
2: coffee. Enough of the canoodling. Lionel, you get the man of coffee?
1: Coming right up, mate, coming right up. What, what are you after? you after a pour-over? You're after, you're after a filter? You after a cappuccino? You want an espresso? You want something espresso based? I'll have a red eye. Coming right up, my good man. Coming right up. And uh, one of those bear
0: claws. And he points over to a little glass cabinet where you've got various like home baked artisanal cakes and stuff. As he points to one of the sticky bear claws, is that chocolate,
2: mint, caramel, jam, vanilla, or almond filling, my love? I don't. I don't. Uh.
0: uh I'll take your recommendation. What's hot?
2: Oh, uh, I've made the mint just now. It's it's bloody lovely. Here you go. Ah! Oh. Darling, sugar, duck. That's very kind of you.
0: Lionel, you hand over a, a steaming takeaway mug of coffee and Gwinda. You lean forward the bump of your bulge where you're carrying your child. Uh, you've got about a month to go as you're, you're struggling to sort of meet the edge of the counter as you have to lean forward and hand the man... His uh, mint-flavored bear claw, as you've wrapped it in a napkin for him, as he the look of delight on his face as he receives his morning goods. He says, "What's the damage?"
1: Oh, um, oh, you, you, you go, you go and sit yourself down in the kitchen, love. I've got this one. It'll be uh, two silver pieces. Uh, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, two silver pieces. Well, that's steep, but yeah, all right. As he rummages around, takes
0: out a small coin purse, pulls out some bits. As he slides two silver pieces to you, and he looks over, there's a small chipped mug that's got loose change in it, and he drops a couple of coppers in there. And he winks at you both and says, see you tomorrow morning, as he walks out. Oh, thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. Much appreciated.
0: You hear a Ding, ding ding Thanks, love. As the bell rings as he opens and closes the door and heads out. As you look around, you see the inside of the cafe is filled full of happy customers, some of which are in little booths and some are on uh, tables. There's all the usuals, there's the business types trying to double down and do some early morning work while sipping their morning espressos. You've got the various couples gabbing and gossiping away in little corners, sharing a slice of cake uh, with two forks, and a, and a happy smile cracks across your face, Gwinda. You do this for the community. It is a, it's a labor of love to you. Um, but it's getting harder, Gwenda day by day as your pregnancy bears on. It's getting harder to carry this weight around and the upkeep of this bakery. As you smell something burning from in the kitchen, you realise you've left the croissant in the oven. Oh, for fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> uh, I'll, r- run, I'll
1: waddle into the, into the kitchen and uh, frantically pull it out. It's moments like these when she gets when she gets angry and when she swears that I truly know that I've married the right person, and I'm I'm gonna as she's as she's running into the kitchen, I'm just gonna be like, "Don't stress yourself, love. Don't stress yourself.
2: You are supposed to be looking after them, you fucking
1: knobhead." <laughs> I love you I was (laughs) running (laughs) front of the house. I was I was looking after the coffee. I was I was doing me I was doing me dialing in. Don't stress, don't stress, don't stress about it, love. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go clear some tables. I'll come back around in a minute and I'll give you a hand.
0: As yeah, Lionel, you go round with with a tray just picking up empties, picking up sauces and plates with the crumbs left on it from beautiful morsels that people have, have been munching on. And empty coffee cups as you uh, take them all out the back to the sinks. As uh, Gwinda, you just get to the oven in time, pulling it open. Your nostrils are filled with the beautiful scent of baked goods. As you pull out a tray of golden croissant, just steaming. As you put them on a wire mesh tray to cool down. A feeling of happiness washing over you. As you look back out through the swing doors into the cafe, you hear a... There's a bell coming from upstairs. You hear it again. It's the bell that your mother, Agnes, rings when she
2: needs something. Uh... I'm going to briefly consider sending Lionel up, but he doesn't.
1: If I'm in the kitchen with her, I'd assume that we have this down to a routine now. And I don't even say anything to her. And we, we, we turn around to each other and we do rock, paper, scissors for who's going to go up and look after your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do it Correctly. one, two,
0: three ah <gasps> oh, paper on paper listeners
1: one, one two, three. three scissor beats paper I'm gonna go like that and i'm and I'm just gonna just gonna like very lightly like a touch Gwenda's hand and then I'm gonna just wrap my hand around it just kiss her hand and then be like i'll I'll, I'll go and see to your mother, love don't you worry about it. you stay down here. And then I'll just, I'll just. Thank you, hun. Trundle away. <laughs> <laughs> there we As goes. Gwinda
0: steps back out onto the shop floor to serve a new customer who's come through the door, Lionel, you race up the stairs. It's only a small domicile above the bakery. As you make your way onto the landing, you hear it again—the a dick ding—coming. As you walk to the edge of Agnes's room, on the threshold, the door is shut.
1: What time roughly is it now? Is it morning? Did you say? Uh yes, yeah, about eleven o'clock. You sort
0: of beat in the morning rush. It's about about eleven in the morning. You tend to stay open till about four.
1: Just woken up, haven't we, Agnes?
0: Yes, yes, yes. You just hear a wet sucking noise coming from inside the. Yes, yes. I'm okay. Gonna- I'm gonna- just, just, just look at it. <laughs> Weird. Just be like, "Hey, the, the the door's shut. You're on the outside oh, of door
1: Oh right, all right. I'll, I'll door. You, I'll, for, I'll, f-
0: for privacy reasons, you've not barged in on an elderly lady. You're shouting at
1: her through I'll, the door. I'll knock on the door and be like, "You're right, Agnes. Can I come in?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
0: A hand, a hand
1: just just for like a, a second, a fraction of a second, just rest my forehead against the door. Just be like, <sighs> and then I'll open the door and go in and, and resume enthusiasm. Like, all right, I'm here, I'm here. You open the door, you're hit instantly by a waft of
0: warm air. You see in the morning, Gwinda has stoked the fire and it is about... 30 degrees centigrade in it is so hot instantly beads of sweat start forming on your face as you look through the the mist you're hit by the waft of what smells faintly of wet cabbage as you see on the bed is the wizened husk of agnes once beautiful she somehow even in her elderly desiccated form still manages to hold the beautiful eyes of your wife uh, you can see, almost like looking through time, but now you see her leaning to one end of the bed. As you look down, you see the predicament she's in. Her false teeth have fallen out and have rolled onto the floor, and you see her leaning out with her walking stick, trying to use the crook of it to bring her teeth in as just her gums, just with her teeth. This is a hand,
1: a hand! All right, oh, right. I Ag- Agnes, get yourself back in bed. You'll break a fucking hip. I'll walk over and like grab the <laughs> grab the false teeth off the <laughs> off the off the ground. I'll make sure that because like if she leaned over the bed, then that's bad. I'll make sure that she's like back in bed and comfortable, and then I'll 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 just hand her her false teeth.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. You hand her her false teeth as you look in an instant in her kind of like veiny, wizened hands. You see just how much shit and fluff the false teeth have picked up off the floor. They're already wet with saliva. And now they picked up like carpet fluff and grit
1: and uh, cat
0: hair. Oh, and she just
1: can I cast a uh, press digitation on them just to like get the get the crap off them just to like just to just to like steril- sterilise them a little bit in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful,
0: Spin polish. You've got this off, Pat. As
1: she goes, she picks
0: them up, no regard for her own well being or safety. Just as she's about to stick them into her salivary more, you cast prestidigination as all the fluff and shit and gravel and bits of like toenail clippings and stuff all fire off the false teeth as they're sucked inside the salivary gap in her mouth. As her voice comes back to her, she's like, Oh, you're a darling. Thank you.
1: Not at all, Agnes. Not at all. Did you say there was like a weird smell in here when I came in and the fire was up? Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll just like, just like, just sniff the air a little bit and then I'll, look over at the fire and because I know that despite her better graces Agnes does enjoy my sense of humour uh, and I'll be like fucking hell Agnes what are you doing farting in here after you've lit a fire are you trying to blow the fucking place up
0: <laughs> Agnes is like oh you are a rogue stop it <laughs> as you look over uh, make me a perception check please first roll a perception check Mr Lionel Oh, 26. 26, you are very perceptive. You've smelt this smell many times before. You love your wife dearly, but you know how busy she is. The strain of having to do her full-time day job whilst carrying around a bun in the oven has not made life easier for her. As you look over, you realise she has left a full bedpan from Agnes next to the fire. And what you can smell is the uh, percolating pickles Uh... of... Night soil, coming from the bedpan, J- just just
1: cooking oh, shit no. essentially. Just just, li- just 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. liquid shit <laughs> yeah. with a light, uh, just a light simmer, just a light simmer going on. <laughs> just, so, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rue the day that I rolled a twenty six perception check, and I'm gonna uh, just like get a, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess if it's next to the fire, it's not like boiling hot or anything like that. I'll just like. Do the do the like visual version of like holding my nose and just be like, just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna clean this out for you, Agnes.
0: <laughs> as you take the bedpan off, it's it's hot to the touch. As you you're a good man. As you look over on an armchair in the corner, you just see Agnes's pet cat making eyes at you. As Regis, the cat, who's almost as old as Agnes, is like, <laughs> and just hacks up a wet hairball. <laughs> it's got like really roomy eyes that are just moist and glistening at the edge as you see the cat is literally holding on by its claws to this mortal realm as you nod meaningfully at the cat
1: without looking too intensely at what's already in the bedpan I'm just going to pick up the hairball and chuck it in the bedpan I'll just get rid of both at the same time phenomenal Lionel's a working man you just you just stay on your feet and you stay moving and you stay you stay upbeat everything's good everything's good Take it one bedpan at a time. <laughs> one hairball, one shitty hairball at a time.
0: <laughs> Scooping it all up into the bedpan and slowly making your way to the door, you look back at Agnes, who looks at you he's like, "Oh, darling, I'm gasping, gasping for a cup of tea. Would you be a doll?"
1: Coming right up, Agnes. Coming right up. What we say? Milk, no sugar? Because 'cause you're already sweet enough, ain't you? Oh, fuck off, you cad! You know I have my normal triple sweetener,, Ugh, that might be the death of you, Agnes. That might be the death of you, and before you ask i'm not making I'm not making a cup of tea for Regis. I'm not having any more hairballs this morning.
0: <laughs> you just see a single roomy tear just slide down Regis's gray fur mm. as he just folds back up into the lump of bones and
1: fur that he was. Need to remember to have a word with Gwinda about that fucking fear line. A mother is one thing, but the fear line could at least pick up his weight and do some work around the cafe. Familiars—that's what we need. That's we need familiars. We need familiars <laughs> to do to to pick up the slack around this place. I've got a book somewhere. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> so, making your way back down the stairs, holding a bedpan full of simmering shit. What are you doing? As you're now entering the kitchen area, as you look out to the left, the double doors. You see Gwinda serving customers. who all seem very happy. We're hitting the lunchtime rush now. Do we not have
1: like a, a kitchen in the f- in the flat upstairs?
0: No, it's very very small. You do all your cooking down here.
1: Okay, I'll immediately go to the sink and just like get the um, get the hose wash on the uh, on the bedpan. Let that go for uh, that. That'll take up at least ten seconds of time. Just 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 getting that out. And then wash it and dry it and run it back up. Well, actually, no, I will make the, I will, I will set the kettle boiling first, actually. That's a good point. I'll set the kettle boiling. I'll run back upstairs before
0: emptying the bedpan.
1: Well, no, I'll, I'll empty the bedpan, set the kettle boiling, get the mug ready with mountains of sweetener, apparently. And then I'll, I'll, I'll run the bedpan back upstairs and then I'll (laughs) run myself back downstairs to get this cup of tea for Agnes. And yeah. Lovely. Just a pause mid-montage
0: there, as you're as you're using the hose wash to hose down Agnes's bedpan, you look up dreamily at the certificate for three stars hygiene and safety that is above the sink, wondering just what you would have to do to get those final two stars as you just scrape off a Klingon from the inside of the bedpan using a scrubbing brush.
1: This year, this year's going to be our year. We're going to get four stars this year. Lionel, this this man says there's a
2: this this knife's not being cleaned properly. You can give it a quick rinse, rinse in the sink for him. Go on
1: then, absolutely, my love. Coming right, up, coming right up.
2: Just pa- pass him a slightly soiled
1: knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll 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 abs it'll it will absolutely take five minutes because I have to empty out the sink water from where I've washed up the bedpan. The scrub scrub the sink thoroughly. <laughs> scrub the sink, my eyeballs and my brain cells thoroughly rinse out the sink scrub it again and then and then just literally just fill it up to wash one
2: night
0: (laughs) (sighs) fucking hell never going to Starbucks again listeners right okie dokie right just to speed things along from a narrative point of view you make it all the way through the working day with all of the usual high and low points there's the lunchtime rush which is just carnage it really does stretch the two of you to your absolute limits managing to both uh, maintain all of the baked goods that are going to be needed for tomorrow and this afternoon whilst doing um, all of the kind of like work on the floor like serving mugs of hot coffee to people etc etc it is a real juggle and Gwinda you're really noticing it's getting harder day by day as you look down at the beautiful bulge on the front of your tummy you feel a kick you feel a life inside you, pushing back.
1: Oh, what's up,
0: my
2: love?
1: What's, what's up, my love? You're you you all right?
2: Baby's doing a three sixty degree revolution.
1: <sighs> He's a thrill seeker. He's a thrill seeker already. Oh, we're gonna be paying this one's way for a long time. I'm gonna wander over and just just put my hand on her belly. Just just like rest my head gently against against her belly, uh, and then just just give her a quick kiss on the cheek, and then carry on working aww oh. sit yourself. Sit, make me a perception sit yourself check. down my love sit yourself down I'll, I'll I'll do the busy work what am I doing perception check
0: let's get a perception check off Lionel as he lays a hand on his wife's belly because we're nothing if not sentimental listeners
1: that is a nat 20 Oh that's beautiful that feels that fe- I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to you know juice juice it but that feels meaningful <laughs> you look down at your wife's beautiful
0: distended belly you see or you think you can see the outline of a face as it pushes so far <laughs> into the stretched skin that you can almost make out an eye a nose a mouth and a ear as Quinda, you are in all kinds of pain. As in order to do this, your unborn child has pushed down an ankle onto your bladder as you, almost, <laughs> as you almost literally pierce yourself on the spot if your child
1: tries to burst through to meet its father. This is what I get on a Nat 20: fucking nightmares for the rest of my life.
0: you just you just see your child i'm I'm glad you got a natural 20 love but you need a piss right now like 30 seconds ago you are so close to pissing yourself (laughs) (coughs) you 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 we're just gonna we're just gonna skip away from that listeners we're gonna skip away from that just in case there are actually any midwives or doulas in the audience i don't want to get in trouble right moving swiftly on Yes, we're going to work all the way through the working day. It's a stretch. There's lots to do. Uh, it is not an easy life or an easy job, but it is rewarding. And we're going to get all the way to the end of the day, Gwenda, as you finally lock the door and flip the sign that says closed and just lean back against it, sighing as you pull down the roller shutter, the blind on the inside.
2: It's another day done and that's all it is. Did we make a good take?
1: Yeah, did we get enough customers today? Did we uh, Did we have a good day? Lionel, you, you go to the uh, tin where you
0: keep all of the change and you look at it as you, you pour it onto the counter and you separate it all up into uh, gold, silver and copper. There's even one platinum piece in there. As you look at it all, nodding to yourself, you see the note which is held pinned to a cork board behind you as you pull it off, pulling out the thumbtack in it. You look at it and you see the note from the local council that says there's a 25% increase in rent coming up next month. As you look at the pile of coin on the desk, knowing that all of your hard work will pretty much just about offset you against that. If you keep going at this rate, you'll break even after a back-breaking, bone-crunching day. You look down at the calluses on your hand, knowing that this is a fruitless existence, but knowing how happy you make all the customers who come through the door, even though richness is probably a dream that eludes you. Mm. At this point, Lionel, you look sideways, just in the in the window area at the front, uh, you've got an array of pot plants that are like your little, your little children. Uh, you're very proud of your plants, Lionel, and you have a very special relationship with them. You go to them to find solace and peace and comfort as Gwinda, your husband abandons you to just sweep and clean up the shop
2: floor. Abandons? No, who, who's doing the sweeping and cleaning? You You are,
0: Gwinda. You take a broom as you're just sweeping crumbs from underneath tables.
2: Thanks, love. I'm just wondering what to make for dinner. Scrambled eggs, lasagna, chicken pot pie.
0: As you look over, you see Lionel is just engrossed. He's singing to his Balgonias as you are sweeping crumbs into a pan as you look down something is caught in and amongst the debris as you reach a hand down and just pull up something small round and hard as you wipe some of the shit and dirt and crumbs off it and pull a piece of chewing gum off it you see you're holding a small copper medallion with a leather cord
1: lionel yes love will you come over here Oh, go on then, try and beat me away with a stick. I'll uh, I'll wander over. <laughs> <laughs> I've realised now that this character very much has like Danny DeVito like pervy old, like, pervy old man energy. <laughs> 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 I'll wander over and have a look at it.
2: Go on then, loveless, ever ever butchers. What, what do you make of this?
0: She pushes a medallion into your hand. As you look at it, it's worn and old and coppery. It's got that kind of Green filth and patina to it of something that's just sat and aged over a very long time. You try and make out various symbols on it, but they're kind of obscured.
2: It's got a green patina on it, like it's got sat and aged over a long time.
1: God, this is dustier than your mum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make me laugh. Uh, yeah, and then I'll I'll actually look at it. Do I recognise anything from like the the symbols on it? Do they compare to any kind of language that either of us has seen before, or is it more like, or is it more like symbols?
0: You imagine something you, you in an archaeological site that you've dug out of the ground. You can see as you run a finger over it, you can feel the raised bumps and edges of what appear to be symbols on it. But the green patina on it has kind of worn over them. You can see
1: it needs cleaning. All right, well. Let me have a little look see at it and I'll I'll just take it out of Gwenda's hands softly uh, and I'll um I'll cast prestidigitation on it see if I can get away some of the some of the lighter soiling on this I guess maybe it'll get all of it off I don't know soiling
0: just for the sake of narrative and to keep things moving along yeah as you take it off Gwenda lovingly you look over she's just sweeping up you cast prestidigitation on it as you see some of the patina like blow away like dust as it just lands on the floor as Gwinda sighs and has to sweep that up too you open up your hand and look down at it, the now uh, copper disc of the medallion with a a leather cord around it you look down at it, now you can see round the rim are these almost incipherable runes, but you do recognise or you at least can make out the icon in the middle is a picture of a hand and in the middle of the palm is an open eye
1: what is it Lionel? This looks like some Illuminati shit to me, love. Oh, do
2: you reckon they come in here? Do you reckon it was that man who bought the mint bear claw?
1: Hmm, maybe. He is one of our regulars, though. I never remember his name, though. I feel very bad. I don't remember I don't remember any of our regulars' names. I just, I know them to look at them, but I'd never know their names. And I use very non-specific verbiage when I talk to them. All right, mate. How you doing, mate? it's it's usual, it's usually mate that i say i say it's it's i sounded like i was trying to be clever but yeah so i don't i don't know what the fuck this is. what what
2: will do we'll have a day where everyone has to wear a little name badge and that way it won't be awkward to ask people their names when we've been seeing them for the last 5 years
1: we could have a we could have a little networking event or we could have a we could have a uh, what do you call like a speed dating event yeah. People have to wear name tags because otherwise, because otherwise, oh. you have to spend precious seconds of your of your of your speed of your of your, yeah. of your speed date asking people's names. That's not speedy at all. That's not what anyone's dating for. Oh, I, I like that. Date, dating is not for figuring out people's fucking names. Dating's for. <laughs> well, shall we <laughs> get to it? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Bump ugly, for me.
1: <laughs>
2: well, shall we? I don't. Let's let's let us let us let sit down. Uh, I'll get out of the calendar. We'll start looking at dates and and find a good evening. I'll I'll draw up some posters.
0: You start working out your your new get rich quick <laughs> speed dating scheme as you hear from upstairs once again the ting a ling a ling, ting a ling a ling, ling a ling a
2: ling. Oh all right, it's my turn. Are you sure love? Yeah I'll make a big show of like very slowly waddling up the stairs. Give me
0: a
1: show if you need a hand.
0: I will yeah as you uh, you you feel your unborn child trying to rip your appendix out from the inside out as you double down <laughs> in pain before uh, <laughs> he get, he you don't know what gender it is actually. I take that back, listeners, the mystery babe. Cuts you a break as you waddle upstairs, leaving Lionel downstairs just holding the copper medallion, looking down at it. As you look down at the copper medallion, you look at it again. The eye in the middle of the palm appears to be closed now.
2: Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm.
1: No, like that. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, just to see how it reacts, I'm going to cast prejud- digitation on it again. Just to say, like, maybe, maybe it's gone from, like, really rusted and old to, like, slightly less dirty. But, like, I'll just see if I can, like, get it to shine up a little bit more.
2: Okay.
0: Make me an Arcana check, please. We don't make them very often as a podcast, I realise. No, we don't. But yeah, make me an Arcana check, please. <laughs> Mr. Neal. Uh, that's a six. A six? Um, as... You go to use prestidigination, you cast it, you watch the magic wash over the medallion and nothing happens. You sigh and you cast it again and nothing happens. And finally, out of frustration, you spit on your sleeve and just polish the medallion. As you look down at it, the eye reopens. Mm.
1: Yeah, some weird magic shit. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. Behind the counter of the cafe, like where we've been like sweeping up and stuff, and mm. where me and Gwenda were just talking before, do we have any like artwork hung up or anything? Just like some little little frames or something. I'm I'm just wanting to find like the na- like yeah. the nail behind it so that I can hang the hang the ambulance on, just to see like how how it reacts to like stuff around it.
0: Yeah, you are beautiful people for the local community. And as you look around the cafe, you see what you do is you encourage local artists to bring pieces of work in that are for sale and they hang different artists, hang their work all the way around the cafe. So there's this is beautiful higgledy-piggledy kind of like gallery inside as you just walk up to um, a fresco with a badger in the middle of it uh, by a local artist as you just take it off the wall uh, very carefully, put it in a cupboard because you know it's someone's work of art and then hang the medallion on the wall. Just, uh, just behind the stove. There's a stove in the front to keep the coffee pot warm. Mm. It's in the front of shop as uh, it's now turned off and cold. But uh, yeah, you hang it on the wall just above the stove.
1: I'll write a note like a, a like a the fantasy equivalent of a post-it note that just says "creepy amulet, do not touch." And just just put. It, I'll put I'll put it on the wall next to it without touching the amulet. <laughs> So,
0: just to keep the storyline moving along, you make your way back upstairs, checking all the doors on the way up, making sure everything's locked and shut down, just out of paranoia, you check the ovens off and all of that good stuff. As you make your way up the stairs, you're greeted by the laughs and giggles of Agnes and Gwenda As you peek your head in the room, you see um, they're just having a beautiful family moment as Agnes once again is doing that thing where she pretends to not know that Gwynda's pregnant and acts all surprised to discover
1: that your wife is eight months pregnant every single day. I think if I hear them talking and chattering away, I'll, I'm not going to interrupt them. I'll go back downstairs and I'll, sc- I'll start cooking dinner. Amazing. Just to give Gwenda one less one less thing on her plate.
0: Such a considerate
1: husband. Listeners, bloody hell, this is like
0: an advertisement for Chris Neil.
1: Don't sound so surprised just because I'm doing a fucking cockney goblin accent. Don't you be thinking that I'm a bad husband? I'm a good man.
2: He's solid gold.
1: <laughs> just to
0: just to keep the storyline moving along, you cook up a beautiful tagine for dinner, and the three of you mm. and Regis, the cat, even gets a small portion as all of you just enjoy a tagine.
1: It. A tagine with Agnes's dusty old fucking bowels. I think fucking not. <laughs> She'll be having fucking pizza, and she'll be happy about it.
0: <laughs> As you just scrape a cold piece of pizza out of the dumpster at the back and just put it in Regis's little uh,
1: plate by the fire. <laughs>
0: yeah, you have a lovely evening, you share a cup of tea, and all of you um, wish Agnes a good night, individually kissing her on the forehead. As you make your way back to your shared little room, the pair of you preparing for bed, both of you tuck yourselves up in your um, in your little double bed, both of you wearing your pyjamas, ready for a night's sleep after a long day.
2: Good night, Lionel D.
1: I'll relent, as we always do when we're about to go to sleep, when we've already been in bed for a little while, and I'll um, I'll turn over to be the big spoon. Aww just wrap my hands around around her and just very lightly rest my hand on her belly and just be like, Good night my love That's amazing, big
0: spoon, little spoon and then in the middle of the night just as you drift off, Lionel you can feel the little teaspoon kicking Aww. on the inside of all of this
1: I have nightmares about the uh, the face pressed up against the, the thin membrane of skin <laughs> 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 Let me out Danny, <laughs> let me
2: out
0: Yep, 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 yep. That that needs a screenshot. Do that again. Do that again, Mr. Neil, and we'll just grab a screenshot of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Help me! <laughs> again. Keep that. <laughs> keep oh, that my God, that, God, how long I does it... I just need
0: to make sure I'm going to do it again, 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 again. Come on! <laughs> Got it. Brilliant. Perfect. Fucking <laughs> perfect. If that doesn't get us cancelled, nothing will. Right. Um, yeah, as you drift off, the three of you, sleeping soundly, occasionally, uh, Gwinda, you hear the hacking cough of your mother in the night as you drift back off. It's you, Lionel, that's woken in the middle of the night. Something nibbling away at the back of your mind as you hear Gwynda snoring. You hear a voice drifting on the breeze. I know. I know.
1: I know. Coming out of my bad dream, I go, ah, demon baby. Um, and then, and then, <laughs> I, I, just, just like, ah, ah, I'm awake. Ah, fuck.
0: As you shout demon baby, you look over at the distended bump on the front of your wife as you just
1: see a hand pushed up
0: against <laughs> the... The skin.
1: AJ Jackson, everybody. No no understanding of anatomy or pregnancy.
0: (laughs) I have two children. I survived two childbirths and contributed absolutely nothing. Did you birth them? Yes. That's why I'm divorced, Chris. Because I successfully (laughs) was my own midwife to save money. (laughs) No. Bad, Neil. Bad, Mr. Neil. Right, you stand at the top of the stairs looking around. You just hear the wet hacking noise of your, your mother-in-law as, again, you hear the voice, Lionel. Lionel. It's coming from downstairs. I must have
1: left one of the fucking, fucking windows open or something. And then I'll just trudge myself downstairs, just just muttering to myself a little bit idiot liar don't leave the fucking windows open maybe it's one of them fucking kids fucking vandals Ah, it's like a fucking youths you come
0: down you're holding the broom ready to take on any kind of like sprightly youths who sometimes uh, knock on in the middle of the night and play games occasionally they post dried dog shit through the letterbox (laughs) as you look around holding the broom out in front of you like some sort of lance you can't see anything as you use prestidigination to turn on the lights you just hear it again I know
1: I know I'll uh I'm gonna look over at the amulet on the wall and I'm gonna walk over and the first thing that I'm gonna do is amend the note that says creepy amulet do not touch and change it so it says really really creepy amulet do not touch <laughs> and then I'm gonna without touching it I'm gonna just i'm gonna just look at it I'm just gonna just gonna investigate it a little bit just be like
0: as you stare at it for ages the eye is closed on it you just stare and stare and stare and nothing happens and then you hear it go on you know you want to as the eye peeks open on the medallion as you stare at it What are you, then?
1: What's in there? What's in there?
0: I'm whatever you want me to be. Just take me.
1: I don't want to wear you. I want to sell you. You look like something that'd catch a pretty penny. We could finally catch up with these these dis, disproportionate rent prices in this fucking district. <laughs> I want to sell you.
0: Lionel, make me yours, and I shall grant you a wish.
1: A wish? Oh... A wish. Oh. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. What would I wish for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lionel is going to spend at least a couple of minutes just pacing very quietly behind the counter of the cafe. Not going any, any anywhere nearer the amulet, just pacing back and forth in his half asleep mm-hmm. state, being like, nah, with one wish, what would I wish for? What would I want? <laughs>
2: I just called down the stairs.
1: Lionel, can you pace a bit quieter please? Yes of course, my love, yes of course.
0: <laughs> As you just you look up, you just see the face of your unborn child pressing through the ceiling plaster. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay,
0: okay. That's fucking that's some sort of ring level hideous shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone from David Cronenberg to, to, to like the conjuring, essentially.
0: Yes. You just hear the whisper of the medallion.
1: I know.
0: Listen to me, not to her. Come take me, and I'll make your wish come true.
1: If this amulet is talking to me like this, it said two very intense things that could go either way. And if, um,. If Gwynda's already awake, I'm going to be like, Gwenda my love, could you come down here, please? <laughs> I feel like I need a fucking witness right now.
2: All right. Bloody hell, why is... What can it be? Sorry to get you out of bed, love. Oh, oh, oh. I very slowly waddle down the corridor and down the stairs.
1: I'm going to point at the amulet and be like, no, just you fucking wait. You've done it now. You made me get my wife up out of bed.
2: I think you're you're pointing at the uh, flyer for the local martial arts school, and I'm like, hey, the,
1: "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> he always he always does this. He always does this in the middle of the night. He comes downstairs and he points at all of the weird little adverts that we've got up so that's for like all a, the local businesses. Like a personal trainer, <laughs> yeah, 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 accountant. Why? What is it? I'll wait for Gwinda to get downstairs and I'll be like, I'm, I'm sorry to get you out of bed, love, but I just didn't know what to do is all. The amulet that I put on the wall, see there, I've labelled it with that post-it note that says it's really, really creepy and no one should touch it. And I didn't touch it, but it yeah. was talking to me. It was saying really weird, weird, intense things like, take me, make me yours. And in, the, in my head, I was like, well, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a married man. I'm a married man. And and, and <laughs> I thought I should call you downstairs so that so that you could you could hear it as well. I know I sound and f- I, I know I sound fucking mental.
2: Yeah, you, you do you do. I think you should get yourself back to bed. Oh, uh,
0: maybe you're right. As you go to turn around and walk away with Gwinda, you hear it again. I now.
2: There he
1: is. It's talking to me again.
0: You can't hear anything, Gwenda. That's all in Lionel's head.
2: It's talking to me again. Are you failing, or not? You, you? You go upstairs. I'll I'll take care of it. Can I? I'll just go and take it off the wall and just go to put it in the bin.
0: Okay. You put it in the bin. As uh, both of you go back upstairs and get back into bed, it takes you. Um, it takes you a hot little while to get back to sleep. I'm not going to lie. The both of you being slightly disturbed by what's happened. But in the end, you do drift off into um, a good and deep sleep. As both of you wake up in the morning, sore. And, like, Gwinda, you you're woken up by a, a drop kick in your bladder by a small child. As you sit bolt upright, suddenly realising you need to go to the toilet right now, you just wheel yourself out of bed as Lionel you're woken up by the creaking of the floorboards
1: as you know your wife's usual early morning piss as my unborn child attempts to scare the life out of me again Papa Papa <laughs> 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 uh, you look down at your own stomach. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you see just just, el- just every, just every surface
1: on the in the bedroom, <laughs> just on the wall, everything that's just a baby's face, like "papa, <laughs> papa." That's disgusting.
0: All seriousness, as you just had—you had some weird dreams. As you slowly sort of come back round to reality, and squint, your eyes are all kind of itchy. As you rub them with your fists, sit up in bed, propping yourself on a pillow. You look down, and your heart skips a beat. You're wearing the medallion, <gasps> the leather cord around your neck.
1: Oh fuck! Oh fuck! 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 Oh, oh, what did I do? Oh fuck!
0: You can hear Gwinda grunting, desperately trying to eject something out of herself. Most of her plumbing being squashed to one side by an unborn child. She's struggling, negotiating. (laughs) As you, on your own in the bedroom, Lionel, you just hear a voice. Lionel. Lionel. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's coming to you from inside your own head now. One last... Chance. A wish.
1: Oh, that's it. All these hours and looking after Agnes have finally fucking cracked me. My brain's gone like the fucking <laughs> nutcracker. I never understood that play.
0: Make your wish, state it, and it will be yours.
1: I want my wife and child to always be happy and provided for.
2: And a million dollars. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what. what
0: <laughs> you? You just hear Gwinda singing to herself. She often has to uh, sing to calm the baby down when she's when she's having a shit. It's it's a it's a tense negotiation. As you hear the medallion saying "done," as you see the palm and the face just melt off the front of the medallion, leaving the face of it now blank.
1: I'm going to take the amulet off, and um, I guess I'll I'll just I, I mean part of part of Lionel is probably just assuming that he is just sleep deprived or like the stress has just it just overwhelmed him. I'm just going to go downstairs and and put a pot of coffee on and start our day. As you go
0: downstairs, you hear Gwinda coming out of the bathroom. Uh, you're hit by some warm, pugnant smells coming out of there as uh, you make your way down. The, the early morning, you have to get up super early to run a, to run a bakery. You are up like prepping dough um, and all kinds of patisseries and grinding fresh beans, etc. pretty damn early. So you're up for that life and Gwinda comes and joins you shortly. As you hear the ting-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling, ting-a-ling-a-ling of the bell and the sound of a sloshing bedpan, you realise Agnes is going to need a bit of help. Now, that's where we're going to take a pause for a drinks break because it permeates the storyline. Uh, very nice. It's it's a nice halfway point. Love that. Good. Smoke if you got them. Grab yourself a strong cup of tea, and we will be back here in a few minutes. Doo doo
1: doo 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 doo
0: Right, we've got a lot to try and squeeze into the next hour. If we've got any hope of finishing this on time and giving you all the ending that you deserve.
2: Let's do it. I don't know what that was. That was the sound of an authentic
0: <laughs> cafe, listeners.
2: <laughs> Give a speech.
0: Fucking phenomenal.
2: I'd just like to say, let's let's continue.
0: That's the sound of Agnes. We'll put that back in. That's the sound of the bedpan filling. <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus i will
2: <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll take this expensive microphone into the toilet and overdub sounds of a bedpan last we left off with our intrepid adventurers just before the break we had left gwinda and lionel 50 winks who were owners of a small cafe called burn in the oven bakery well they were an idyllic couple really a real beautiful a, a happily married couple uh living with their their mother who also lived upstairs and they 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 just about lived hand-to-mouth, looking after their local community, feeding them beautiful sweet treats and hot coffee. But one day, whilst sweeping up, Gwinda found a mysterious medallion with strange symbology all over it, and Lionel, investigating it further, managed to activate what sinister magic lived within. And Lionel was plagued with voices in the night, whispering to him, offering him a wish just one wish could be his all he needed to do was to relent and finally on one morning lionel gave in and cracked saying to the medallion enough i receive your wish all i wish is for happiness for my wife and my family and for them to be looked after And that is where we will pick back up with the action as you head into another day in the cafe, a busy day. Lots of happy customers, the occasional unhappy customer, but that comes with the territory. Turns out someone's allergic to nuts as you have to do some uh, amateur medicine on on somebody using thaumaturgy before somebody has an anaphylactic shock. But you mostly get through a day with no major problems, as again you reach the end of the day as the last customer walks through the door one of your regulars called sam you pat him on the back as he says you'll be back tomorrow as you close up the door flip over the sign and look back across the happy cafe the pair of you exhausted not oh, the trio of you with your unborn child too
2: oh bloody exhausted lionel and sat down all day
1: do you want a cup of tea my love Get yourself off your feet. I'll make you a cup of tea. I'll go upstairs. I'll see if I'll see if uh, the uh, I'll see if the patient wants any wants any hot drinks as well. Don't you worry. Oh, you're you're you
2: a bloody godsend, Lionel.
0: Just as Lionel's about to head off upstairs to check in on Agnes Gwinda, you look down and you see something poking out from underneath the doormat. There's just a little wedge of paper. Oh.
2: There's a bloody wedge of paper sticking out. I thought I'd cleaned there. Can I see anything from here? I don't, I don't want to get up, but it's a hell of
0: a way down for such a heavy pregnant lady. I'm going to need you to make me an acrobatics check <laughs> to get down. You're on one knee to pick up
1: uh, a piece of disadvantage. Of paper. DC twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: do have a minus one to acrobatics and all.
1: Seems appropriate.
2: Thirteen. It's pretty good for a pregnant woman. Thirteen. As you get down on one knee,
0: you can feel your unborn child just pushing internal organs out of the way as you can feel your body going into shock. As you get down onto one knee, whoop, 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 you can feel your heart just being pushed to one side by your child's elbow.
2: <laughs>
0: Pregnancy for a gnome is hard. It's hard. Just ask any gnomish midwife. (laughs) As you finally get down there, you pull the piece of paper and you see it's an envelope with your name on it.
2: Oh, what is this now? I'll open it.
0: Ripping it open, you pull out a sheet of paper and skimming it with tired eyes. You have to reread it twice. It says, you're due a tax rebate from the council as signed by Emperor Horsberaxe. It says they've massively miscalculated your tax across the last two years, Ooh. and you're due a rebate of fifty thousand platinum pieces, which will be paid back into your bank account in the
2: next forty-eight hours. Fuck me sideways, Lionel. Yes, my love. I uh, uh, cancel everything, uh, uh, book everything, do something. With, I am. Um, as the, as the with, kettle's with...
1: boiling, I. <laughs> Click it up to unboil it, and then click it back down to boil it. Do that a couple more times, and I'm like, "What? I, I, I
2: I'll, I'll bring it through to the kitchen." Um. I like <laughs> the way
0: you've introduced an electric kettle into a fantasy universe.
1: I mean, we were already talking about coffee machines and filter coffee machines. I don't think a kettle is that much of a They're stretch. all powered by imps.
0: I was imagining! so sort of, Like when you go to Tampa and they've got that <laughs> mystical fucking distillation thing that takes 37 minutes to make a cup of coffee. It's, it's a magical a
2: kettle mortgage. that's powered by a, a fire elemental. A, fire, a
1: tiny fire elemental yeah. bing-bongs around <laughs> in, in, in the inside of it going, Yeah. O-wee! Yeah. And that's why it whistles and there's a switch that makes a flag come yeah. up that, yeah it's really quite simple
0: start. aj if you think about it sorry my bad my bad of course yeah why i should not be limited by your lack of imagination i'm very sorry right as you come roaring back into the kitchen you look at your wife Gwenda, who's dumbfounded am i reading this right and she's just holding a piece of paper she's gone white as a leaf White is a leaf. That's not an expression. She's shaking and she's just gone, uh, she's going white. She's going a weird pallid colour.
1: That's that's definitely going on the list of A.J. Jackson's classic... <laughs> A.J.isms. Misaphorisms, whatever you call them.
2: She as white as a leaf.
1: Don't kink shame me. Sh- sh- shake. <laughs> Get back to the story before I give you diabetes. You, you retrobate. <laughs>
0: That's limited you, to, but nothing. You included. retrobate,
1: go back to playing Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Alright. Don't make the
0: dungeon daddy angry. Right, yeah, you see your wife is, is shaking. She's gone white. I'll
1: take, take the letter and I'll 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 give it a I'll give it a read. Legalese isn't isn't really my strong suit, but I'll give it a I'll give it a once over.
0: Give it a once over. You again have to read it several times, it's says... You've been incorrectly taxed over the last few years and uh, Emperor Horsparax would like to make things right and uh, they will be paying 50,000 platinum pieces back into your coffers in the next 48 hours.
1: 50,000 platinum? 50,000 platinum pieces. Jesus, how much for the how says, much tax have we been fucking paying if the rebate <laughs> is for 500,000 gold over three years? I've got a bad feeling about this. I charged that guy a fucking two silver pieces and for a coffee and a and a and a bear claw. I should have been charging way more than this. Which I thought was extravagant, to be honest. He said it was extravagant, but with these rates, how could we not charge that? I'm not even talking in character right now. I'm just getting. I'm f- I'm fully in the mind <laughs> of a business owner. I'm I'm sweating. I'm sweating <laughs> wow. right now. I'm sweating. Less Dungeons and
0: Dragons and more Dragon's Den right now, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> back under the table un- no over the table wherever you want it on the table right on on the table uh, the, Lionel y- once again you, you hear you'd already heard it once and you've come back down and ignored it you hear the tingling-a-ling-a-ling 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 hmm. Give tingling-a-ling-a-ling give, give me a
1: minute love I'll go see what the patient wants uh, and then and then we'll 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 have we'll, we'll have a, a closer inspection of this yeah. I think Lionel's trying not to get too far ahead of himself. Cause part of him is like, fucking 500,000 gold. Woohoo. But the other part of him is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the, f- what the fuck? Ting a ling a a I'm going to go upstairs and help Agnes before she breaks her finger on the, on the bell. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just going to leave that the innuendo where it is. That's a
0: hideous message. No, an as innuendo. You just, just,
1: just a, just, a, just a tiny gram of concern for an old lady. <laughs> what?
0: My mind is pure. Right, as filth, you make your way back up the stairs. Yep, pure fuel. Thank you very much. I was low-hanging fruit, and you just grabbed it. <laughs> making your way back up onto the landing you hear the ting-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling ting-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling coming through the door to agnes's room
1: hello agnes what can i get for you as you
0: push through the door you see agnes is just lying facing away from you in the bed just ringing the bell with her hand
1: ting-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling agnes i'm here you can stop ringing the bell I'll uh, I'll slowly I'll slowly come through the door and I'll I'll walk around to the other side of her so I can see you,
0: you come all around. She's still ringing the bell, ting a ling a ling a ling. As you walk round, you see she sits up in bed, putting the bell to one side and stares at you. As she opens her eyes, you stand back. Her eyes have gone a weird milky white colour. As she just stares at you blankly and just says, "I know
1: I gave you what you want." Oh, fuck. Gwenda! Gwenda! I think she's having another seizure! Oh, fuck!
2: <laughs> I'll waddle upstairs as fast as I can. Careful, Lionel, it's the rule of three. Something something significant's going to happen.
0: <laughs> still, still grasping the piece of paper, you make your way up uh, into the bedroom. You just find Lionel is just leaning on the door jamb, just staring at your mother propped up in bed as your breath catches in your throat Gwinda as you stare at your mother where once her droopy eyes were now nothing but milky whiteness Mum, what's wrong as she stares can
2: you see me mum nothing's wrong
0: mum has gone
2: is this a trick Lionel have you got ideas now, Ed? again is this like her 70th birthday party <laughs>
1: I'm going to 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 say that at this moment we have to have a flashback to the 70th birthday party because I have no idea what I have no idea what's in your head. But for me it's definitely that Lionel probably when she, wait so when she was 70 if we call it like 10 years ago or something like that in our younger in our younger days shall we say I definitely uh, spiked the punch bowl at, at her party and uh, and um, and <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's it. Basically, she just got a little bit too off her rocker. This
0: is so weird. Is this where we discover that you're Gwinda's dad? Really? Oh God, is this is some sort of like really creepy three-way relationship. I, I, with
1: I didn't, I didn't say anything about it. But when you were like bringing us back after the break, you did say that Agnes was our mum, and I was like, <laughs> I think you'll find <laughs> that she's. Oh! I, was like, I think you, I think you'll find that she is Gwynda's mum and not my mum. Yeah, she is,
0: Grinda's mum. As you're thinking all of this, you've gone to your weird happy place, which is a 70th birthday party. As you snap back to reality, you look over and you see Agnes just very casually lifts up the duvet, steps out of bed. You see her spine straighten up. She now stands for the first time, independent of a cane. You see her stand and walk around the bed as she stands in front of you, milky eyes staring at you. A filthy nightdress just hanging over her
1: shoulders. Bloody hell, Mum, it's a miracle.
0: Lionel, I gave you everything you wanted.
1: <laughs> and the rest of her, right? Like, the nightdress is hanging over the rest of her, not just the shoulders. And she's not just got it, like, slung <laughs> over her shoulders. Yes, lifted up. This isn't
0: some. What kind of smut do you think this is? You're the other one
1: who said it was hanging over her shoulders.
0: <laughs> As you look down at her cracked toenails, she just stares at you and raises a hand to your cheek. You didn't read the small print, Lionel.
1: Is it the same voice that I heard from the amulet? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to turn to Gwinda and be like, fuck, 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 shit, shit, love, I'm really sorry. The amulet wouldn't stop talking to me until I made a wish, and I made a wish that said I wanted you and the little one to always be provided for. And then, and then that fucking thing, and I'll point at the letter and be like, that turned up. And now it's, now it's this thing as the, the amulet has possessed your mum. And, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, Lionel. What have you done? The fuck. I'm going to turn back around to Agnes and be like, first of all, fine print. There was no fucking fine print. You were, you were a, you were a fucking, you, you you're a fucking piece of jewelry. There was, there was nothing written on you. Second of all.
0: The back of the amulet <laughs> Always read the back of the amulet.
1: Look, look. If this is real, if the if the and I'll like I'll point to the point to the letter that we got from the government. Look. If this is real and my wife and my child can have that money, what's the price? Cause I'll you can take me you can take anything you want Lionel, from me. No, you, no, no, Gwinda, this is my this, this is my fault. This is my fault. You can't. This is all very standards in my head now. <laughs> this is my fault, Gwenda I love it, Ricky Bianca, <laughs> Ricky. This was my fault. No, no, you couldn't have known. No, no, Gwenda no. You're too good to be paying for my mistakes. If anyone should pay for this it should be me
2: oh. it should
1: be me 50,000 platinum pieces is a lot of money remember Gwenda, it's it's <laughs> not 50,000 gold it's 50,000 platinum so it's 50 it's 500,000 gold
2: 500,000 gold
1: pieces yes, because now
0: is the time for mathematics
1: uh, it's a lot of money yeah I just have to remind you as someone with a low sense of self-worth even when I get a compliment that I'm worth more than 50,000 gold. I have to remind you that it's it's 50,000 platinum.
0: Lionel.
1: Yes.
0: As you look over at Agnes. Focus. The deal.
1: Alright then, what do you want?
0: I want a body to live in.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: To breathe through. Oh, f-
1: well,
2: you, c- you can't have my Lionel. His body's mine and we agreed that on our marriage night. Details of which I shall not go into. We fucked. It was really good. (laughs) She looks at you. Her head
0: pivots as she stares. The two milky eyes stare right through you, Gwinda.
2: Mum, if you're in there, you can't have Lionel.
0: I can't have Lionel. Then I make a counter offer as she just lays a hand on your belly and you see the eye, the milkiness just wafts away from agnes as her eyes snap back and agnes bends over double as you see agnes going oh oh as she just falls sideways onto the bed unable to support her own weight
1: i can i can i I, 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 I can i can make you a body i can make you a body Uh Huh? Uh huh he he can in all you look
0: down as agnes Pulls herself up onto the bed. She's like, "Give me a hand! I don't know what's happening." As she, she's looking scared. Her eyes have returned back to her normal state, and she's hunched over in arthritic pain.
1: Lionel, what's happening? Did you say that like the? It seemed like she was transferring into the baby. Because it'd be really great if we still had a way to communicate with this spirit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is my baby possessed. <laughs>
1: AJ's juicing this AJ's ju- juicing this just so that he can have the baby like Papa <laughs> Lionel make me a perception that's a 10 a
0: 10 you look everywhere you hold Ag- Agnes is scared you hold her by her shoulders and stare into her face you put a hand on either side of her cheek and look in her you just shout at her shouting for whatever it is to come out as Gwinda you feel ice in your belly as you cramp up. Lionel, you turn as you just hear a small voice saying, Lionel.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I can make you a body. I can make you a body. I promise I can make you a body.
0: I have a new body. It's coming from inside Gwenda's belly.
1: Oh, bloody hell. Look, that's, I'm, I'm basically just talking to Gwenda's belly at this point, I guess. <laughs> just hoping that, it, hoping that it, it hears me I'm just going to be like, look, look, look I'm a goblin and Gwinda is a gnome, our baby will either be a goblin or a gnome, I have a way that means that you could have a bit more choice about the body that you want I can create something from magic so that you could have a body, but Lionel
0: I have a body As you just see a small face pressed up against the skin of your wife's belly, staring at
1: you. Nope. Nope.
0: As small lips move on it.
1: That's even worse. Love me,
0: Lionel. Love me, Lionel.
1: Ew. Ew. Does the back of the amulet? I know what's going on. Does the back of the amulet have your therapist notes on it? Because it really should. (laughs) I'm gonna. Oh, fuck. I'm going to cast Find Familiar and I'm going to make a, a beautiful resplendent eagle as my familiar. <laughs> oh, wait, no, the casting time is one hour. We are not going to do Find Familiar. <laughs> a bit like a child with
0: an airfix kit. You sit down and just <laughs> meticulously build an eagle feather by feather.
1: I just go, one moment, please. I, d- I don't know what...
2: I'm talking talking to the disembodied voice. What's he doing? I, 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 I don't know what he's doing now. Shit. Shit. Um,
0: Gwinda, you just hear a voice coming from inside your own abdomen as it says, We made a deal with Lionel.
2: Well, you didn't make a deal with me. That's my wife! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my unborn child. So, get the hell out, you creepy voice. Do I still have the amulet?
0: You threw it in the bin in your bedroom. As you dash what? back into your room to try and find the amulet, oh. you threw it away in your room. When? Uh, it's only over the corridor. Okay. As you as you dash into to try and pick up the amulet, I think you threw it in the trash can in your room. Uh, Gwinda. Uh, I need you to uh, make me an intimidation check, please, as you try and threaten.
2: Ooh, dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20. That's my wife! Yeah! (laughs) As you intimidate the spirit, you shout at it, telling it that you never made this deal with it and that this is between you and... uh, her and your husband just as lionel bursts back into the room holding the amulet lionel now both sides of the amulet have gone smooth you're just holding a copper disc on a leather cord it's at this point the pair of you hear the words well if you don't want me in this body i don't need to be in this body as you suddenly feel a sharp pain in your abdomen gwinda as you start feeling contractions
2: Ah, uh, Lionel! <laughs> I think the
1: baby's coming. Oh, Gwenda! Oh, love! Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! We don't have a birth plan or anything. Oh, where's the doula? Where's oh, the doula? Why did we? Oh, why fuck. did we say your mum could be the fucking doula? Mum I'm having a baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Agnes is like, oh, you don't have to use that language. I don't like salty language. Also, I'm gasping for a cup of Agnes, tea. Agnes, Ag- of Agnes,
1: Agnes, you've got to shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, but you've got to shut the Mom. fuck up, Mum. This isn't the fucking time.
2: Lionel, Lionel, Agnes, Agnes, I'm,
1: I'm really sorry. I love, I love you to the world and back, but fucking hell, you've got to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't even. i got. i got. I've got. I've got. I've got too much. I've got too much. I've got too much. And asking ask him for a cup of tea right now, Agnes. It's just, it's, it's, it's... At this point, you're assaulting me.
0: Agnes just <laughs> rolls over and just pushes the pillow on top of her own ears so she doesn't have to listen to you. You've made her sad. You just hear shallow weeping coming from underneath the pillow.
1: I'll see if I can get... What's the name of the cat? Was it Fergus, did he say? Regis. Regis, that was it. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get Regis to help instead.
0: Uh. <laughs> All right, make me an animal handling check.
1: No, I'm, no, I'm, that, that was me making a joke to, to, uh, Agnes. Oh,
0: uh, right. Sorry. Okay. Agnes is just shallow sobbing. Oh, oh, what has my daughter done? My daughter is, she's married a brigand, a brute, a cad, a knave. Oh. No! as she just picks up Regis and just mops away her tears using the bedrangled form of the roomy <laughs> cat Regis is just like
1: yeah for sure I'm super old I'm not going to get much better than this Regis <laughs> is too old and too weak to do anything You're about just, it like, fine use, use me as a fucking tissue <laughs> shit
0: and it's again Gwinda you just feel a stabbing pain in your abdomen as you feel contractions I'd like to use
1: the give birth action
0: Mm, that's a cantrip.
1: No, I'll love credit for pregnant people here, AJ. I think it's at least a fifth level spell. I didn't say it was a bonus action, you twat. Give, give birth as a bonus action. Uh, <laughs> yeah, giving birth is a free action. Yeah, it's an object <laughs> interaction. You're fine. Yeah, just it's yeah, just, just fine. It's fine. You just once a turn. Yeah, you, you can carry on attacking shit. I'm going to use Calm Emotions on Gwenda, Just like... Holding on to holding onto one hand with both hands and just being like It's alright my love, you could you're gonna you're so strong you're gonna get through this. You're gonna get through this and then and then you, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna have our little bundle of joy and you're so strong you're so strong you're gonna get through this. And also I have to figure out what the fuck's going on with this possession thing. ah uh, fuck. Fuck! I'm having a possessed baby. It's all right, it's all right. My
2: baby's going to be possessed.
0: Uh, You need to make a charisma saving throw, please, Gwinda.
2: Okay. Ooh, 11.
0: Which means that you are calmed. A calmness, just a peace, just floats over you, Gwinda. As you look down, you just see... Uh, uh, the, the bump the, 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 your belly is warping and weaving as like a little hand and then a little leg pushes against the dis- the distended flesh of your belly as you hear a voice saying, "I know it's almost
1: time. You can have me have me, but leave 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 Gwinda and, and our baby alone. You can have me. I'll, I'll, I'll. You can, I'll, I'll submit to being possessed, as long as you don't hurt Gwinda or Agnes or, or the baby, or Regis. Uh, but you don't, you don't destroy the cafe or anything. Then you can, you can have me, and I'll, I'll. You, uh, you, that's my contract. You can have my body. You can have my body, but you can't have my family.
0: Make me. A persuasion check.
1: So there is a I haven't, I haven't really used this before. I've played goblins a couple of times before. So I get advantage on any skill check that involves destroying property. As I'm doing this, can as I'm doing this, can I just pick up a plant pot and throw it on the ground and, and smash it? <laughs> 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 get advantage on my persuasion check.
0: Uh, that's uh, not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works thank god i thought you were going to go far darker than that okay uh no you can you can you can rage smash a plant pot if you want but no you can't have advantage but as you made an impassioned monologue you may you, you can roll persuasion against this spirit that has possessed your unborn child (laughs) <laughs> just, yeah, it's like a Greek wedding. We Just, just leave a stack of plates. Life is going full like <laughs> <just>, Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I got, a, I got an, eight. I plus, an I have a plus. I have a plus
0: six to persuasion. Just bellowing at your wife's distended belly, you greatly anger the spirit and get very little from it but gwenda you're you're in more and more discomfort as you feel Ooh. the time for birth is drawing ever nearer as you're now sitting on the edge of the bed grasping your stomach
2: i refuse i refuse the money
1: i don't want it undo it can i put on the amulet just as a just as a first step and then also as Gwinda makes the very good point of kind of disavowing the money. Just be like, you can you take, the, take the money back. If we reverse the, the conditions of the, of the wish, then you can still have my body as long as you leave my family alone. And again, that includes Gwinda, my baby, Agnes and Regis. All right,
0: make me a persuasion check. But you're angering the spirit every time you try and find a way out of this.
1: Sixteen?
0: You hear a voice saying, Lionel, what is done cannot be undone. What has been given cannot be retaken.
1: Fuck! Ah! Lionel probably just loses it at this point. It's probably just like, it probably just starts going a little bit mad. Holding onto his wife's hand, just like with his hand, with his head like against her hand, just crying.
0: Is at this point, Gwinda, that... Your waters break.
2: Oh, my water's broken and I'm having a possessed baby.
0: (laughs) As you look down at the ever-spreading damp patch on the corner of the bed, you feel the child wriggling and giggling.
1: Wriggling and giggling. Oh. Like every (laughs) every newborn baby.
0: Hasn't been born yet. It's an unborn baby.
1: That's what I mean. (laughs) An unborn giggling baby.
0: (laughs) You just hear you just hear it. I know I'm coming for you. You just hear Agnes's slow, shallow tears underneath the pillow and the wet hacking noise from Regis. <laughs> As Regis coughs up a furball. Another way how calm, because of calm emotions, Gwinda is just sitting in her uh-huh. own broken waters on the edge of a bed.
1: That lasts for a minute. To be fair, like it it won't last the whole time.
0: (laughs) All right. Any second now you're staring at your calm wife
1: knowing that she's about to have a full-on meltdown. I've got nothing besides waiting for the baby to come out and then just putting my hand on it and saying something different. Uh, This is above the table talk, if you couldn't recognise from my non cockney (laughs) accent. So you're, you're just above the table. You're planning on birthing the child yourself.
0: That's your master plan.
1: Well, who else would birth a child for us in Fancy D and D? We don't have a hospital nearby. Well, who says you don't?
2: We don't. We don't, we don't even have an electric kettle.
1: We don't even have a, an electric fucking kettle. Do you think that electric kettles aren't a thing? Hang on a minute. Hang hospitals on a minute. are part of a um,
0: antenatal group. You're well aware. Uh, you've been visiting the Shady Petals maternity ward.
2: You you are well aware. Of that course, you have a maternity final. ward. The Shady Petals Maternity Ward—they're specialised in demon possession.
1: They'll know what to do. Again, above the table talk, I thought that from what you usually see in movies and TV, a lot of antenatal classes are usually just conducted in like the same place where they have like Alcoholics Anonymous groups or Narcotics Anonymous, just like a community centre.
0: I mean, my eldest is now thirteen, so my my knowledge of antenatal courses is is blurry at best, but uh, I certainly. Uh, But your knowledge
1: of Narcotics Anonymous is better than it's ever been. (laughs) (laughs) It it really is. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Thoroughly addicted to smoking rosemary.
2: (laughs) The most middle-class thing I've ever heard.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I tried. Just for
2: you.
0: (laughs) Yes, you're well aware that the Shady Petals Maternity Ward is not that far away.
1: Oh, okay. It's because we don't have a map. How far away are we talking? You
0: know where it is. You and Gwinda used to shut up shop and then take a nice leisurely stroll through the park. It's just on the other side of the park in this district. Um, It's about a 10-minute walk.
1: Okay. I'm going to put my hand on... uh, uh, Well, I mean, I've still got my my hands on Gwinda's hand and I'm just going to kiss them very gently Um, and I'm going to cast Dimension Door... Oh,
0: Ooh. okay. Hold your horses. Okay, is Dimension Door a concentration spell? It is not. Sure about that? It is not. I'll take you where It is. It, I can it, check, is but... it is
1: not a concentration spell. Okay. It's just. It's like. It's like Misty Step, but you can go way further, and you can take someone with you. Okay, you know where it is,
0: so y- you can visit somewhere you've pictured. Which you can picture that you've been to before. Yeah. So. You, in your mind's eye, sweat billowing down your brow, trying to calm yourself. You know any second the calm emotion spell is going to wear off Gwinda and she's going to fully freak out as you go to your kind of like mind's eye and you picture the foyer of the shady petals maternity ward as you encant magic as a swirling arc of lights and sparks spins on the floor and bursts out opening a portal in midair that's both fizzing and crackling around the edge. And as you stare at it, you see Clean Through looking at a really confused receptionist <laughs> on the other side. Who's staring
1: at you? Pen just falling out of her grip onto the desk. I'm going to try and get Gwenda up on her feet so that we can get through the door. You pick Gwenda up and helping her
0: She's very tender and sore as you just see prints of hands and legs on her distended belly pushing as you just hear a line. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll get to you. In a, I'll get to you in a minute. I'm, I'm concentrating. I'm doing, I'm doing magic. I'm doing magic. You can you can't see it.
0: <laughs> you appear through a portal of crackling blue energy, just flopping out into the foyer of. The Shady Petals Maternity Ward as the portal closes behind you. You just see the starstruck look of the young receptionist, the lady sitting there. She's just holding a glass of water that's shaking in one hand as she's like,
1: All right, what can I do you for? Oh, thank God for a West Country accent. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout. Get the, she's, 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 my wife's going into labor and something's possessed our baby. You've got to help us get a cleric. I'm having a possessed baby, you silly tart.
0: As years of training kick in, and she's like, she starts hammering a bell, and she's like, "We, we've got one! We've got one!" As orderlies start
1: running out with a wheelchair, orderlies and priests just jump out of the woodwork. Just a guy, a guy, a guy repels down with a cross, just like I've got, I've got you, I've got you, you demon cunt.
0: <laughs> as as, <laughs> as um, you are in a, you're in a wheelchair in the front of the maternity ward As people are just pushing you through doors they're just The front of your legs are just pinging Swing doors open Starting to really hurt your shins As you can feel the child just <laughs> wiggling away inside you As Lionel you can just hear voice inside your head Just going
1: Lionel
0: Lionel it's nearly time.
1: Yeah. Hold, uh, 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 hold, 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 please. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm literally just like pushing that to the back of my mind at the minute. Like, <laughs> this is more.
0: This they is more. Push important. you onto a ward with a fresh, clean linen bed. They lift you up, um Gwinda, as you're placed with many pillows behind your back. As doctors and orderlies start coming in. One of them looks at you, he's like, Oh my God, you don't, what, what's going on? I've never seen a baby wriggle like that. What a merry hell's
2: going on. Um, um, you're also very calm. Why are you so calm? I'm having a possessed baby. The <laughs> <laughs> baby's possessed.
0: Possessed, you say? We're best sent for a priest. As one of them opens the double doors and is like, Linus, Linus. His name's his name's... his name's Lioness. Linus. Linus? You hear somebody <laughs> running up and down the, the aisles looking for Linus <laughs> as you hear a voice inside your head, Tatty saying
1: Tatty, oh my god. Wow, 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 cross 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 <laughs> cross cross campaign possession. <laughs> cross the street cross campaign possession. Never across the wow. street.
0: It's a twist. Lionel, you hear a voice saying Lionel No funny business now.
1: We're nearly there.
0: We've nearly reached the end.
1: Can I this is I mean it's rules as written. It should work, hopefully. It might be a little bit fuckery, but I'm gonna try it. Um I'm gonna cast You're gonna use an ice knife on your wife. Yeah, I'm gonna ice knife and hope, <laughs> hope that the explosion doesn't kill my wife. No. I'm gonna use detect thoughts. <laughs> I'm gonna use detect oh, oh I'm God. gonna I'm I'm gonna hope that because because I'm being spoken to by it, that I can recognise that I mean, we already know that it's the baby. Like that's that's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna use detect thoughts on the baby, and it auto I automatically get the surface thoughts, and then I get to decide if I if I push further than that, and it has to make a save and throw. But I get the surface thoughts automatically. Okay,
0: as you put a hand down onto the belly, you feel the skin underneath is being pushed, as so something is wriggling and fucking and weaving underneath. It's it's a horrible sensation. as your wife arcs her back in pain, you feel the the surface layer thoughts as you just hear a voice saying, No cheating now, Lionel. Any kind of jiggery-pokery?
1: No, yeah, I don't... And I may have to take your wife with me. No, yeah, I'm not... I I don't love that. Yeah. Uh, I love my wife! But I don't love that. (laughs) I like the
0: way, I like the way Chris Neal has got so serious. He's lost his voice that he was doing on. This is the level of like, yeah,
1: yeah. I love, I love my wife.
0: (laughs) There we go. That's better. There we go. There we go. You are in absolute agony, Gwinda, as your husband has deeply, deeply annoyed the spirit within you you're in more and more increasing pain as suddenly the door bursts open and you see a burly man in a cassock with a ginger beard and like wiry ginger hair wearing the garb of a religious man as Linus. he's like what the many
1: fuck is going on here as i've still got like gwenda's hands in well gwenda's hand in my hands i'm just going to be like i'm in case she's not like looking at him I'm just going to be like it should be alright love he looks like a very fire and brimstone kind of preacher not the not the not the soft spoken fucking community leader type of preacher he looks he looks very like bang 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 get it done get get that shit out of you kind of preacher give it to me Linus give me an exorcism <laughs> he walks in he just shakes your
0: hand Lionel as you take Two points of bludgeoning damage to your hand (laughs) as you feel small bones in your hand just start, just start breaking. He's a big man. This is a cleric of some power as he just stares at you as you almost shrink in, in demeanor, almost going quiet as he walks over, lays a hand on your belly, Gwinda, and says, Oh, dearie me. Somebody's been making deals
1: where they should not have.
2: Uh, look at him. It's, it's, it's his fault.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, there, there was an amulet that was talking to me and uh, here here it is. And I'll take the amulet off and pass it to the cleric. Be like There it is. That's the amulet. He pulls his cross
0: up against you. He's like, don't be stupid enough. I'm not touching that piece of filth you're stupid enough to make a fucking deal with a magical amulet you
1: wee cunt keep it away from me I'll just put it in like one of those like surgical bedpans like one of those (laughs) (laughs) those little metal buckets just
0: no i tell you what I need you to do you wee goblin shite I need you to take it down to the basement and I need you to put it in the fucking furnace can you do
2: that for me yeah, all right. Do So do it for him, Lionel? Yeah, I, I,
1: I'm going, love. I'm going, love. You, you. I, I, I love you, and you, you stay, you stay strong. I know you can do this. I love you too, Lionel. I'll take the bucket that's got the amulet in it, and I'll, I'll, I'll run away. <laughs> it's just
0: a bedpan. As you run with the sloshing bedpan with an amulet in it, you make your way down to the basement. As you hear. The voice now screaming out of the distended belly of your wife as she arcs her back in pain as you hear a voice saying, Lionel, don't renege on our deal, Lionel. Bad things will happen. I'm
1: not listening. I'm not listening. The, the powerful cleric man is the boss now. He, I made a deal with him and he's, he's better than you. Goodbye. And I'll make like the end of a phone call sound, like a beeping tone, like beep.
0: (laughs) As you leg it, you see Linus laying a hand and just start on your belly, uh, Gwinda. And he pulls off a a small jar, which is on a cord around his neck, as he opens it and just flicks holy water onto your belly. You hear a hissing coming from inside you as the pain is exquisite it runs all the way up your back your back arcing as the midwife is like uh, you're starting to crown uh we haven't got much time here as linus is like oh dear god you foul fucking spawn you will not come into this plane of existence oh, jesus fucking christ why do people make fucking deals with magical amulets
2: sometimes people are just trying to do the best they can in a difficult situation
0: he's not listening to you as he just lays a finger on your lips (laughs) as he just starts like he takes out a small book and just starts howling religious words at your belly rolling very badly as you feel your arm is possessed you now feel your arm uncontrollably moving as the child within you is trying to take control of you as you just punch The priest in the face (laughs) as blood just drips from down of his nose as he just stares at you, opening his mouth. You see you've knocked one of his teeth, slightly wonky, as he's like, Oh, I'm going to fucking end you, demon. You see if I don't. Lionel, you are sprinting down the ward, holding a bedpan
1: with an amulet in it. I'm going to see if I can see the way to the elevator. I assume there's an elevator. Elevator? There's a flight of stairs. The, the, the very, very specific level of technology in this world that you've created is bizarre. It's, it's crazy to me. Uh, I'll find a flight of stairs and I'll, I'm just gonna run down it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you, you are just dodging and weaving and ducking. And you're like sprinting past nurses and orderlies as people are like, "Whoa, whoa, slow down, knobhead!" As you nearly knock a newborn child. Look,
1: look, look at what I've got in my hand. It's a fucking metal bucket that you only have in surgeries. You know it's important.
0: <laughs> Somebody pushes an incubator in front of you with a child in it. and need you to make Push, a pushes an incubator dexterity saving pushes throw. Pushes an
1: incubator and a ch- I, kick, I kick the child out of the way no you do not you are gonna make me a dexterity
0: saving throw that's it that's it I'm not endangering any more fantasy lives that's a natural 2 <laughs> a natural 2 you duck out of the way of the in- incubator smashing off a doorpost the bedpan pan like f- tumbling out of your hands as it falls end over end just piss splattering everywhere as you see the amulet slide along the floor. Wait,
1: wait. Did you say piss splattering everywhere? Why did you think that I have the amulet in a full bedpan? I said one of I said This is a make believe universe. I said... You're at my women No, 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 no. If a fantasy bedpan... Let's be very clear. I said an empty bucket.
0: Your wife is demon possessed No, 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 An empty bucket. I put an inch of piss
1: (laughs) in a bed, and you suddenly find more. An inch. An inch of... If there is even a whisper of a dream of piss on the floor, I will revolt. As you look at the piss on the floor, you look over and realise it's in fact
0: not piss, it's the water out of a vase of fresh cut flowers that you've knocked sideways. As you run a finger through it and put it in your mouth, you are happy to know that it is indeed water with a hint of chlorophyll, just not just piss. Just,
1: are you happy? I'm just confirming that you don't listen and
0: that's it. I swear to God. I swear to God. As we pan back to Gwinda, who's just sweating and screaming, just holding her belly. What are you doing?
2: I'm hoping my husband is taking his Not you, you're okay. You're just hoping your husband hasn't
0: stopped and just stuck his finger in a shallow puddle of fucking water (laughs) to confirm it's not piss. I'm going down the stairs to the basement. Excellent. Snatching up the amulet in the empty pan you run looking this way and that way you see various signs left one says cardiology to the right says crash and then you see it the sign that says incinerator
1: it's just a sign that says it's (laughs) It's big lights It just (laughs) big lights big lights big lights with with their orange with fire icons on them just going blip blip blip
2: it's like a neon sign
1: yeah just yeah the rest of the hospital is boring grey office like like Style.
2: It's like it's like the welcome to Las Vegas sign. It just (laughs) says welcome to our fabulous incinerator.
0: Yes, it's very much as you run past a small scale model of the Eiffel Tower.
1: (laughs) What the fuck is the Eiffel Tower doing here? And I'll I'll run in. I don't know. (laughs) Bursting through the doors,
0: you see two orderlies wearing gowns who are standing in front of a furnace with the door open, the fire blazing. They're literally, they've got two barrows full of bodily organs and you just see one of them is just shoveling a body into the furnace who turns around and looks guiltily at you and just pushes the last leg through. As the other one is picking up a sack of biomedical waste. It's a good thing you said "guiltily"
1: because I was about to be like, "How do you think hospitals get rid of medical waste?" <laughs> I have no point of reference, <laughs> but I will be Minister of Health <laughs> one day. <laughs> <laughs> is it just like one of those, almost like the door of a dumb waiter that opens up and you can just you just chuck shit in? I'm gonna open it up and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the whole the whole bucket with the amulet in there. Okay. Maybe a survival check whilst
0: you do this. Because the two orderlies are wearing like protective, gear. it's very hot, but
1: yes, go for it. Please do. Because you are desperate here. Uh that is a ten. Although, let's be clear. Let's be clear. I am destroying property by throwing this into the fire. Oh. You are nice. you are you have
0: advantage. Please. You are destroying property. I'll give you that. Long There's blast. never been a more goblin-y use of destroying property than this. 16. 16. Well done. Um just pushing a man out of the way, a, a diseased lung just plops onto the floor that he was about <laughs> to shuffle into the incinerator. As you open up the door, you're hit by a wall of fire and flame instantly all the fluid evaporates off the front of your eyeballs as you squint as your your eyebrows are burnt and singed off and you just throw the medallion you hear a scream as you just hear a voice saying Line, no! <laughs> <laughs> as you just see the coin just melt and sizzle and just spill out turning into an amorphous blob as it vanishes underneath the surfaces of the flames as you realise you've been staring into sheer heat for so long that the front of your eyes are drier than sandpaper.
1: (laughs) As a man grabs you from behind and pulls you away. I keep watching until the very moment that someone grabs me and pulls me away because I'm like, I want to see it melt into nothing. (laughs) You watch it melt
0: and just turn into a puddle and vanish. As you look down, the front of your clothes are just burnt and incinerated. You feel up and your eyebrows are raw where they used to be as you sprint back up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: everyone knows that's the coolest thing that anyone's ever done yeah and i'll i'll sprint back up the stairs to my wife where's my wife
0: (laughs) you burst back onto the ward as you come into a weird scene you see agnes is just lying calmly on the bed agnes as you look over you just see the broken What's (laughs) what's agnes doing here oh yes Switcheroo, baby. No, no, no no no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, Put me, put, no! Put me in the furnace. <laughs> no, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> as um <laughs> as, as you burst back in, Gwinda is just lying on the bed, a calmness and a serenity across her face. As you feel you see her pushing. <sighs> as... You look over in the corner, you just see the form of um, Linus, the priest, his sleeves rolled up, one of his eyes blackened uh, as he just rocks backwards and forwards. Gwenda, the moment the amulet was destroyed, you felt a sudden rush through your abdomen, almost like your the, the tensing of your abdomen slowly released, like pressure of releasing, as you feel the cramps of contractions and calmness is now almost like cool waters running over
2: you. I use the continue to give birth action.
1: <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a genuine action. I'd like to know what would happen if uh, if Gwenda used uh, a key point to use step of the wind to use a dash as a bonus action. See if that would smooth things smooth things along. I don't want to make a big thing out of this and make myself look even more ignorant, but couldn't you use dimension door
0: again as a caesarean? <laughs>
1: No, it, it no, it's it's it doesn't it doesn't open up a portal. It's just like I can teleport. It does. You no 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 because I can because t- I can teleport you, with someone else that I'm touching. But if I but like I can't yes. I can't just open a random portal in the oh, middle yeah. of, in the middle of somewhere. Yes, you just, can. You've been just inside your wife before.
0: You can picture it. Oh, oh, oh.
1: I'm just do saying. I, mean, it, I don't do want to. I've been inside my wife. No, 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 no. Let's 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 game this out. Do you just say I can dimension daughter inside my wife because I've been in there before? Surely. <laughs> <Charlie. laughs> yeah, but then she'd die because she, because, she is pregnant because I'd be inside her and I'd be normal sized and she'd also be normal sized. I didn't tell you to stick your whole head inside your
0: wife. I merely advocated that you could open up a small portal and then Caesarea and a child out.
1: As long as you're touching the baby. That's not Dimension Door. I think that's Arcane Gate, because that creates two portals.
2: Oh, one, okay. okay.
1: Dimension okay. Door would be okay. me just teleporting myself inside her and then her exploding. No. <laughs> no, you, you touch you touch the baby's head
2: and then you can dimension door like a meter away with the baby with the yeah but the yeah bit. i think
1: i think that might work although it is a fourth <laughs> level spell and you are and, uh, and you are only given birth which apparently is a cantrip so guinda is
2: explaining to you that uh,
1: lionel could you could you use dimension
2: door <laughs>
0: Right, as you look down, you see, there is a whole team of midwives and uh, doulas and all sorts just working away tirelessly to try and a stabilize your wife and b deliver a child.
1: Can I start passing around some bardic inspiration to people? Because I've realised that I've forgot to use it this whole time. I'm gonna run over to I'm gonna run over to Gwenda and kiss her on the head three times uh, and and give her bardic inspiration. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the head midwife. Actually, no, I'll look at the head cleric first and be like, you're great. You're fantastic. Wink at him. Give him bardic inspiration. And then I'll, 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 I'll also look over at the head midwife and be like, you're fantastic. You do an amazing job. And please help my wife. Please, 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 please. And I'll give her bardic, bardic inspiration as well. That's all my bardic inspiration's gone. Well, this is what happens as, as you're running
0: around trying to hand out inspiration trying to gee up the crowd of workers what you missed was you hear a small whimpering cry a scream as a small being bursts into this world taking its first lungfuls of air you, you hear it crying and screaming as it's brought into this world as you turn around and see the midwife has delivered your daughter still attached By an umbilical cord. I'm
1: going to run over and 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 take take my daughter in my arms. I don't
0: want to make a big thing out of this. It's still attached by an umbilical cord. (laughs) I'm not as you walk off. I'm not.
1: I'm I'm not moving away with it. I'm I'm taking
2: it in my arms. I'm just dragging across the floor. Your, your
0: poor wife falls off the side of the bed. As you walk. Around. No, oh my god, this is I was, I was just so problematic. This podcast is maybe the worst thing we've ever. It done. truly is.
1: Some would say you should have known that when you made it a story about childbirth. You fucking freak. I didn't start this. All right, I all I've tried to
0: do is protect the sanctity of childbirth and make sure an innocent life was delivered. You're the Gas one lighting. who is Gas currently lighting. role-playing, rocking a small
1: child. Referee. 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 <laughs> Where's the referee? Do we not have a referee? Oh, God, we're fucked. No,
0: he was ill. He was ill tonight. Quinza, the sweat dripping off you. You look over at the picture of your husband holding the small, bloody, bandaged, beautiful, crying form bandaged. of your daughter. Ooh. Yeah,
1: she's been swaddled. Swaddled, not bandaged. I can, I can say that much for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's not a fucking like
1: war survivor. <laughs> yeah, she's the that's end what of, I'm like, saying. Apocalypse now.
0: <laughs> like, just a smell of napalm in the air, uh, as everyone is crying, just looking at
1: the goblin holding the newborn daughter in his arms. I'm gonna walk over to Gwenda and just hold, hold, hold her, hold our little baby girl in front of her face. I
2: have a baby.
1: She's a, she's a beautiful baby girl.
2: We have a beautiful baby girl.
0: As the midwife's like, right, what, what are you gonna call her? Do you have a name in mind?
2: Uh, line, Linus, uh, <laughs> li, li, Linus, Linus, <laughs> Linus, Linus, Linifer. <laughs> Linifer
1: Linifer yeah, <laughs> Linifer Linifer I was I was Lidifer, I, I was gonna a say, name. I was gonna say like Gwen or Gwendolyn something like that something that's closer to your name I
2: thought something like your name and Linus who saved us what about Gwendolyn
1: alright right, all alright alright leave leave off midwife
2: Gwendolyn. Yeah,
1: leave leave, leave off.
2: Gwendolyn. Leave, leave off. Gwendolynol. Lionel, Lionel has
1: now become that kind of like instantly protective parent where like anytime anyone looks at his child, he's like, I will, I will put my hand on your shoulder if you do not back away to like everyone in the room. As you, as you instantly becoming the protective
0: parent, holding little Gwendolyn in one hand, just absolutely besotted, the pair of you just standing together just staring at the little life that you've brought into this world and protected despite the best attempts of the realm of darkness to bring to sunder that with what you have created together. We're just going to pan away from that beautiful picture with the two of you (laughs) sitting on a hospital bed holding little Gwendolyn together as we're going to pan over to Bun in the Oven Cafe as you just see... Through the front door, the smoke billowing (laughs) down as customers are angry, queuing up. Smoke is billowing out of the oven. You see through the haze and the fog and the smoke, you can see Agnes is desperately trying to run a cafe on her own and keep 20 customers happy. As She's just bent over, double, saying, oh, don't worry, they'll be back soon. They'll be back soon. I know they will. I know they will.
1: As soon as we get back, I'm casting find familiar to, to create uh, a helpful magical creature that can help Agnes run this cafe, and then I'm just gonna let them. I'm just gonna let them run it together between Regis and Agnes, and uh, tries to come up with a name on the fly. Uh, Arnold, uh, the 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 hawk or the eagle who uh, waiters plates between tables. And there we go
0: that's where we are going to leave our one shot for this week bun in the oven well that was some journey listeners i don't know how much of that's going to make the final edit
2: (laughs) can we have a mid credit scene where me and lionel are looking at the baby and i turn to lionel and i say just remember lionel a deal can't be gone back on lionel then cut to cut to credits again
0: oh god
2: no
1: no 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 No! it's canon
0: right listeners if any of you are still with us before we let you go we just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in for another dollop of fun packed fantasy fuck nuggetry now then seeing as you've made it this far i'm assuming you've made it this far maybe you haven't why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again Better yet, if you are feeling kind, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on. Please don't reference AJ's considerable lack of knowledge about human anatomy, the process of childbirth, just biology in general. Best to just steer clear of that when writing reviews. But all of your reviews and recommendations do go a long way towards helping encourage us to make more of this ill-conceived content. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, your best bet is to, uh, to to not do it. Nope, don't ever reference anything you've heard. Don't try and practice anything you've heard. And of course, if you were thinking of having children and have decided against it and are now living a life of celibacy after listening to this, come and tell us on the platform formerly known as Twitter. You can come find us on x at A N O number one right that just leaves us time to say a huge goodbye from the two heroes of this piece first up the real hero who has been on a hell of a journey it is Gwenda Matt any yeah, last words yeah don't mind
2: me I've just given birth no biggie shout out to the best wife how was that shout for you shout out <laughs> shout out was that was that as was it as beautiful as it looked it it's bloody joyful
0: seemed that way And it is a massive goodbye from one of the most devoted and loving husbands
1: I've seen in a long time.
0: It's Mr. Chris Neal.
1: Is anybody else worried by the fact that uh, AJ just called me one of the most devoted and loving husbands he's ever seen? No? Just me? No? (laughs) Help me, listeners. I mean, my baseline isn't very high. I am devoted. Help me, listeners. Please. Please. This is
0: me crying out for help. Don't you kink shame me, Mr. Neal. Don't you kink shame me. There we go, that's about all we can achieve. Hopefully, we'll see you back here for more fancy fuck nuggetry next week. But in the meantime, my friends, remember Day. 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 Lina.
1: <laughs> the voice doesn't scare me. The thing that scares me is the thought of the baby pressing against the belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep nights
0: now thinking about that. I'm so sorry, listeners. You shouldn't have had to have gone through that. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Adventure is out.